you were talking about the food that is offered to pagan, or what scripture talks about that. I want to know, what do we do with the people who say Christians cannot eat food that is halal, that is killed in the name of Allah, for the Muslims who kill it in the name of their interpretation of God? Are we allowed to eat that food as Christians? Actually, St. Paul answered your question in First um, Corinthians chapter 8. There are two ways to answer your question. One way is to answer it based on law of knowledge. And the other way is to answer it based on the law of love. For example, law of knowledge, I can say whether it is halal or not halal. For me, nothing wrong about eating it. What's wrong in it? If if I eat it, it doesn't mean uh, I denied my faith. And I can argue this based on the knowledge for a long time. And I will win the argument at the end. But the law of love is if I eat such food and this will cause offense to my brother, I will not eat it. That's what St. Paul said. So the same question is like, should we eat what's offered to the idols or not? So the law of knowledge said, yeah, you can eat what's offered to the idol. Because there is no true God, other God except the true God. Why Why you tell me don't eat what's offered to the idols? That's the law of knowledge. But as St. Paul said, knowledge puffs up, makes us prideful, arrogant. I, I need to do my will. But the law of love, is if this will gonna cause my brother to to stumble, I will not eat meat forever. So let's see a small chapter. Now concerning things offered to the idols, we know that we, we all have knowledge. So I can answer this question either by the law of knowledge or by law of love. According to the law of knowledge, but knowledge puffs up, but love edifies. Knowledge is about me, love is about you, about the other. So, if anyone thinks that he knows anything, and I can argue and argue to defend my point, actually he knows nothing. Why he knows nothing? Because he doesn't know love. And if I don't know love, means I don't know God, because God is love. Yet, he ought to know. He, he knows nothing yet as he ought to know. But if anyone loves God, actually this one is knowledgeable, better, and this one is known by God, known by Him. You know, when God said to the five foolish virgins, I do not know you, I'm sure all of us want to be known by God. So, from verse 5, he's, he argued the argument of knowledge. That's the argument of knowledge. Therefore, concerning the eating of things offered to idols, we know that an idol is nothing in the world, and that there is no other God but one. For even if there are so-called gods, whether in heaven or on earth, as there are many gods and many lords, yet for us there is one God, the Father, of whom are all things, and we for him, and one Lord Jesus Christ, through whom are all things and through whom we live. So that is the knowledge. So I say, I can eat 
what's offered to the idols because there is no idol is nothing however this there is not in everyone that knowledge some with conscience of the idol consciousness of idol until now eat it as a thing offered to an idol and their conscience being weak is defiled because if I tell them this was offered to the idols I will like if I eat from it I believe in idolatry that's their conscience what is the law of love says verse 8 food does not commend us to God for neither if we eat are we the better nor if we don't eat are we the worse but the law of love says beware lest somehow this liberty of yours this knowledge of yours become a stumbling block to those who are weak for if anyone sees you who have knowledge eating in an idol's temple will not the conscience of him who is weak be emboldened to eat those things over to the idols and then he will consider himself idol worshipper and because of your knowledge shall the weak brother perish for whom Christ died so the sin is not eating this meat the sin that I made my brother stumble that's why in verse 12 he tried to explain what the sin will be and when you thus sin against the brethren and wound their weak conscience you sin against Christ so in conclusion what is the law of love is therefore if food makes my brother stumble I will never again eat meat lest I make my brother stumble so all these kind of questions like drinking some people can argue about drinking nothing wrong in drinking the Bible Jesus Christ transformed water into wine argument 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 but there's a lot of knowledge but the law of love if drinking makes my brother stumble which will make my brother stumble I will never drink lest I make my brother stumble so all these questions we need to think should we answer it with the law of knowledge or with the law of love knowledge puffs up love it defines ما الطريقة الصحيحة التي يجب أن يتعامل بها أمين أسرة مع خادم اشترك في حفلات برام وكنيسة دائما تنبه أن هذه الحفلات غير مناسبة لأولادنا هم يحضروا وبعد كده هنقنع الولاد في مدرسة الأحد إزاي هم عارفين أن الخادم عمل كده and I think يعني this goes with the lecture about duality uh, يعني if I am attending ungodly celebrations at the same time I'm some school servant so here يعني the Sun school coordinator Abuna will talk with this person and to confront him but gently St. Paul asked يعني uh, Timothy to confront people with meekness so I will confront him gently why he attended this what his values what his standard and I will try to, to explain to him again and then I should not make my brother stumble and to, to there are four things to judge whether this practice is right or wrong is it appropriate to me as a Christian in four principles from the letters of St. Paul is it a divine is it controlling me 
is it offending to others? And if one of these four, and if it's offending to others, then I should not do it as a Christian and definitely as some school servant. And then the coordinator or Abuna can give him a choice. So you can tell him you have two choices. One choice, and then to keep living this dual life, is your choice. But if you choose this, you are choosing also not serving. And the other choice, and then to live with integrity, one life according to the values and principles of God, of the scripture, and with this choice you are choosing also to serve. It is your choice. Think about it and make a choice, one of these two choices. Um, in forms, you said that lifestyle, that feminism, was um, one of the things that were like a form of a dual life. I have a OCCM talk about that on Tuesday, so is it okay if you just go a little bit into depth on that? Feminism is, is a big topic because feminism argue about equality with men not only in honor, which the Bible actually speaks about how women and, uh, and men are equal in honor, but in rules. So they want to say there is no difference in roles between men and women. And that's the main problem with feminism, because if both of them have the same rules, why God created two genders? And there's no need to, to, to have two genders. One gender will be enough. So God actually created two genders because he assigned certain rules to the man and certain rules to the woman. So we accept different rules, but in, in, in honor and dignity, they are equal. Like if you, all your face are eye, where is the inner? You know? So if the, if the ear argues the eye and want to work like the eye, it will not function right. That's the issue of, of feminism. Now, it's deeper than this. Feminism, atheism, postmodernism, liberalism, uh, homosexuality, LGBTQ, etc. All of them are the same philosophy, same mindset. So if feminism protecting the right and the honor and the dignity of women, I'm 100% for it. And the Bible is not against this. But to say no difference in rules between men and women, that's the main, because they are working against God's plan, God's economy. God, God's economy for men is different than for women. Not in dignity, not in honor. Finally, O Lord, hear us when we pray thankfully. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not temptation, but deliver us from the living one. Christ Jesus, our Lord, for the name the kingdom, the power, and the glory for you. Now, love of God's Father, we raise you from the God and Son. Our Lord God and Savior Jesus Christ, in your name, the Holy Spirit be with you all. Go in peace, may the peace of the Lord be with you all. Amen.